0: Right on. Well, Mr. Spawn Hunter himself, Ty, thanks for joining, man. Can't wait to have a conversation. We got a lot to cover, man. A lot has happened. Spawn World over the last like month and a half, man, between Spawn Con, all yes. the news from New York Comic Con with like 10 titles coming out with over the, like, the next year, year and a half. We just saw a new figure a new spawn figure um, that I don't know if it's coming in January. Maybe you could help us with that, but man, there's some cool stuff happening, man. And I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you, Ty.
1: Um, always a pleasure talking to you, Tommy, about spawn stuff, about anything like that. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Last, uh, your last podcast with Todd McFarlane was what a hit. Awesome. I don't know, you know, the numbers better than I do, but everybody was like hitting me up and saying. <laughs> Did you know that you were there was a shout out for you from uh, Tommy from, you know, War at Comics. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So it was the talk of the town last week. The the team members from SpawnCon, all of us, the guys who ran the show. Listen to your podcast and uh, we've we've dissected that interview so that we can plan SpawnCon year two.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I tried to be super respectful to all the hard work that you had. Um, But, uh, you know, I wanted to know where he was at in all this, because uh, um, I know our conversations about your conversation with todd and team right because there's a lot of legality that had to take place in order to utilize the spawn image and all that and, and mm-hmm. todd was all for it man but I, I loved his comment he said at the end he said look man if we're gonna move forward with this thing which we are i i think you guys already are planning spawn con too if we're gonna move forward man he goes i need to get more involved and i i think that would be like the icing on the cake, man, to have Todd McFarlane at a spawn con. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think that'd be amazing, man.
1: It's a great, great, great um, point of view that you bring up. And that's something that has defined us as a management team for this convention yeah. and has defined how we were able to pull off year one yeah. in a very successful way. For sure. And what we can take from those lessons learned yeah. Into year two, and where does Todd come into the mix? Yeah. So, so absolutely. Number one, nothing but respect for the creator, Todd McFarlane. Absolutely. Nothing but respect for his IP yeah. and his baby spawn mm-hmm. that has built the McFarlane house. So, basing on those pillars, we're yeah. building upon even more of the branches of the spawn. Yeah. Uh, if you if you may call it the, the spawn bubble, right, yeah. where we have. the the movie stuff, we have the action figures, we have the comics, we have the, you know, the artists and on the multiple titles that are coming out. So we as SpawnCon, we are maybe just another little branch out of this whole entire bubble. And we operate under the guidance of uh, McFarland Productions because we respect the license. We are working with the license and we go under those terms together. So to go back to your question about like, where does year two lead to with Todd and I think as I was taking talking to the team the guys who organized this convention is that you know we we can still grow within year two you know look what we did with year one without Todd being directly involved and we've we created almost a a a show just for fans for spawn fans and spawn artists the spawn artists were so happy they were telling me Ty I get to talk about spawn all day. <laughs> this is awesome. And like so cool. I know, right? So so we created that. So yeah. we can still continue to bring you that. Yeah. We can still bring you that day where yeah. you can just fly in, yeah. drive in and just spawn out yourself. Right? <laughs> now, Todd, you know, he he he's observing from far away. He's just yeah. taking, you know, keeping tabs and he knows we pulled it off, a hey, successful year. Yeah. maybe two year two we grow up a little bigger more artists we have yeah. we have such a list of artists that we want to bring back from year two yeah. and then maybe for year three where like we're more established yeah. uh it's a name that people respect it's a name that people can count on because they know they can they can spawn out then maybe talk with like hey guys hey guys what are you, what are you doing <laughs> What do what, what I i to stop by for a little bit i'm like Todd you're more than welcome yeah. we'll pull out the, the red carpet for you yeah yeah There's, you are the chairman of the board for this whenever you're yeah. ready so so yeah. that's how we're looking at, it at year two we're we continue to be motivated yeah. we have a lot to bring to year two for the fans yeah. and if whenever Todd's ready to come on board and I know at some point he will he's he's always he's got a chair ready for him
0: yeah yeah that's so exciting time man I, I was trying to make it so bad man and uh yeah, it just didn't work out, but uh, I definitely have to be here too, man. All the pictures, like the whole the whole two days, you know, I'm following on Facebook. There was a SpawnCon, like, chat, and I'm just seeing all the pictures being uploaded and then all the amazing artists, um, Thomas Healy, man. I saw the picture with you and him, and, oh, man, I, I was just so jealous, bro, just seeing all of that, man. I wish I was there, and and everyone – Said it was amazing. Even I was talking to um, Tom. I always get his last name wrong. The, the letter for uh, Spawn for the last 30 years.
1: Oh, we just call him Tom O. <laughs> Tom O,
0: exactly, yeah. So I was going back and forth with Tom O on uh, Facebook because he'll be coming on the podcast too. And I, I can't wait to talk to a legend like that that's been doing this for 30 years, man. But he said it was so amazing, Ty. He just kept talking about how much he enjoyed it. Oh, it was awesome, man.
1: You know, Tom O... He's sitting on his chair, he's working, and everybody's going up to him, and either he's signing or he's doing some covers and, and all this stuff. And and then somebody, one of the volunteers comes up to me and says, Like, hey, that older gentleman over there is asking for Spawn Hunter. And I'm like, What? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so maybe something happened. He needs something. So I go over his table. I'm like, Hey, Tom, how are you? Hey, I'm I'm Ty, I'm Spawn Hunter. I was told that you wanted to see me. Oh, yes, uh, I talked to Tommy, and uh, he wanted <laughs> you to send serious? his regards to yeah. you, and uh, I wanted to make sure you got the message. are like, <laughs> Tom, thank you. <laughs> thank that you, Tommy. So, so your message got to me. I was worried oh, for Tom, you. but it was his
0: uh, shout-out from you to me, so
1: thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would have never thought that I would be able to conversate with you, Ty, through Tom, man. That's crazy, dude. That, that, was that was is too exciting, man. Oh, what a great event, man. Congratulations to you and the rest of the team that put that together because, uh, you know, I, I've never obviously been part of putting something like that together. But on the retail side, I, I work in the retail business and we have trade shows throughout the year. And so you got to get there a couple of days early. You build your booth, you put out your samples. So it's not the same, but that's about as close to the experience that I could have. And then you're running your booth. So it's two days at the booth, refillings, restocking, all that good stuff. And that's exhausting, man. I can't imagine having an entire like convention room full of tables and making sure everyone has the right spot. And uh that, that's just crazy. And then even like the, the fulfillment of everything, I mean, that's just nuts, dude. It's big nuts. And Saturday <laughs> was was day one. Yeah. And we
1: were I think it was the amount of pressure that we as 40-something years old putting together a convention, right? We <laughs> were like teenagers when we picked up freaking Spawn from the from the shelves at the comic exactly. book store. We were looked down by the comic book store owners who were like, why are you buying that crap? You're yeah. just buying Spider-Man or X-Men. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and to go from that kid yeah. to now putting a freaking convention licensed by Todd McFarlane Productions – Mind blowing. So, we felt a great amount of pressure going into day yeah, one sure. because with social media, yeah. you know, anybody can tweet and say, SpawnCon sucks, or yeah. like, wow, SpawnCon, what a ripoff. So, that exists back in the yeah. 90s. You had yeah. to wait probably 30 days for like Wizard Magazine to come out and say something about <laughs> SpawnCon. But so, everything was happening live at the moment, at the minute, yeah. and and we were we felt so pressured, so stressful to to make this a cool event for the fans yeah. because we wanted to. We we are fans, and yeah. we're like, what would we like to see at a Spawn convention? Yeah. You know, comics, artists, you know, Spawn stuff. And uh, we worked really hard to make that happen because, you know, you're selling tables for a show, yeah. and you could easily sell tables uh, for uh, somebody selling. Uh, bracelets made out of Twix cereal and you know oh wait we need the money you know it's a $100 per table let's just sell the table for this person no we had to sacrifice so much to focus on the quality so that you the fan can walk around that circle and find spawn table spawn table spawn table spawn table and everything was spawn related so that Oh, man, it was a lot of work. And yeah. we are glad that after day one, everybody was so happy. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Healy, the editor for Todd, was so happy to see everybody enjoying themselves these two days.
0: Yeah, that's incredible, man. I, I'm just blown away that you pulled it off and you and the team. And uh, yeah, you should be very proud, man, because that's crazy. And Thank you. you, know, you. Just, I've only seen it from this viewpoint, that room that you sit in. But the amount of time and money that you have spent adding to this collection because of your passion for spawn to be able to participate in a group of people who's been able to work with McFarland productions to put on a spawn con after how many years, 30 years, 25 years of collecting. That's crazy, man. What an awesome feeling.
1: It is a great feeling of accomplishment to not just ourselves as, as adults to have a day life because we all have day jobs (laughs) to have families. I'm sure we all have families and to dedicate some of that time of your day to the hobby and to putting this together, be architects of this Spawn Convention to make it so super sweet for all the Spawn heads out there. So yeah. it, it, I, I'm happy that you guys are happy because your comments is what really made it made a difference for us after the show that that yeah. we nailed it
0: yeah yeah not that's incredible and when you have the editor-in-chief of spawn saying you nailed it that's that's probably a pretty good feeling too right absolutely i was in charge to
1: drive thomas to his uh his airbnb the final night of SpawnCon, Nice. and i'm driving him and he's sitting right next to me (laughs) and he's saying you know you guys really did an amazing job you should be proud of yourselves great job i'm going back to todd and i'm telling him Dude, this is awesome. You gotta do it. We gotta do it again. This is great. And at that point, I had to take off my management hat of the yeah, management yeah. organizer and put on my fanboy hat <laughs> and started fanboying next yeah. to Thomas. And I'm like, Thomas, I'm sorry, I'm just fanboying right now. And he's like, That's okay. That's okay. You, you are allowed to fanboy right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Thank you, man. I'm so happy. So that that was my moment of geekiness right there. Yeah,
0: that is so cool, man. So, you know, obviously you're you're working the show, but there had to be a moment where you were able to step aside and be a fan walking the show. Was there something that you picked up to add to your collection, Ty, that you're like super excited about that you didn't have before? Absolutely. Um
1: to answer your question part in two parts. Part okay. one I did not get to be uh, an attendee as much as everybody else was.
0: Gotcha. Because
1: okay. I was kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. So, were there items that I wanted to buy? Absolutely. <laughs> were there items that I wanted to pick up and spend time and go into portfolios and buy original art? Absolutely. Yeah. Did I have the time? No. Yeah. Am yeah. I happy that somebody else that attended the show got it? Yeah, Absolutely freaking There were some original pieces oh, by wow. the artists of Spawn that were just magnificent. And wow, wow, wow. And and so I was walking around really fast, making sure everybody's okay. And then I see that one piece by Brian Haberlin, by Jonathan Galapian, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta come back. I gotta come back. You know, and then I go back and it's gone. And I'm like, yeah. no! So uh one thing that I did get, and I'll share with you right now because it's right here nice it's an original piece by jonathan Galapian. wow that is dope man it's one of one that is uh, so cool dude it, you know pencil and ink by jonathan uh like i said one of one original art and he signed it jonathan and then on the bottom spawn con year one
0: <laughs> year one that's crucial that he wrote year one so,
1: so yes yeah, so this is this is my this is my precious. This is my uh this is my one. I went to SpawnCon and all I got was this, it's this. And it was to to even add more to it, this piece. It was a gift. Um, no from my sister. Yeah, oh. my sister attended the show to show support. Wow. And she was telling me, like, who who are the amateur artists? And I said, yeah. these are the amateur artists. And she's like, I want to support them when I buy art. And then I said, and these are the professional artists. This is Jonathan Galapian, for example. Yeah. Nice to meet you. And I said, look at that piece. Isn't that piece amazing? Pointing to this piece. I love to buy that. But I said to her, let's keep moving so I can show you. Yeah. So when I went back to pick up the piece, it was gone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. I was so heartbroken. Yeah. It was my sister who had purchased it. That and is Jonathan, so- Jonathan knew about it because Jonathan said, I'm saving that piece for Ty. And my sister says, I'm. I'm his sister. Yeah. And she's like, oh well then let's get it for you. And yeah. and he he you know, he signed it. That's he so signed cool. it in the back as well. And the fact that it he added Sponk on year one yeah. on the bottom of this, it just added to me. This is this is my one that I'll take home with me to remember year one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what an amazing piece to take home to. It's beautiful, man. That's awesome. I love it. I I, I I love it i love it love it love it love it love it it's it's my it's 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 my one it's my yeah. one piece <laughs> <laughs> i was so glad i asked ty because that is so freaking dope dude i'm um, glad you did too <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ty, I mean, uh, I'm so happy that SpawnCon went so well. I'm really excited for year two. There definitely has got to be a year two after the success of year one. And like you said, I think it's going to be a slow build. And, uh, you know, I think Todd is in the background watching, overseeing everything. And he's going to know when he needs to insert himself. And that's just going to be an amazing feeling um, because I think he wants to be involved, man. I I Just the sense I got. It's just knowing that there's a bunch of people who love you that are putting on this show in Denver and you're sitting in Arizona or wherever you're at. Right. I mean, in the back of your mind, you gotta be thinking that weekend. Like, I wonder how it's going. And maybe Thomas is uh, like sending text messages to him. Who knows? Right. I'm guessing, but he's like, yeah, this is, this is working out, man. This is pretty dope. Or maybe even sending pictures. We we made it work uh, as a team for yeah.
1: uh, as, as an organization where we're a team of six people mm-hmm. and as, as, as an organization, we were very happy with the results because of the, how people responded. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of financials, I think we we broke even uh, at, at least, and then maybe we did a little bit more. And whatever that little bit more, we're going to use for year two. Yeah. Uh, for year two, we are definitely marching forward with it. We have a great list of guests that we want to add on. Yeah. We have what we like about it is that we can have it in every in any city we want so we can have it in vegas we can have it in uh, arizona we can have it you know different people have mentioned different cities to host it and we love that it can be can can float around so that it's never at one place right like oh san diego again like (laughs) so you know who knows where the next one will be so uh vegas sounds really cool yeah, so who knows? We might have it there. So, whatever, yeah. whenever and whatever, we're still kind of putting it together again as
0: year yeah. one, as we did in year one. Well, that's so awesome. And I can't wait. Like, how soon do you start working on year two? Like, is it immediate or like six months before? Like, we already started. Yeah, right? we already started. We
1: already have, we have to, we have to, yeah. we have to because, uh, you know, lessons learned from last year, and and just how it, we needed to get everything. We we probably sold more merchandise than we had planned to have okay. available at the show, right? So we we sold all this other stuff, and okay. um and and we're happy because that's we're not making it anymore. Like that's part of the contract. Is like we made a hundred shirts. That's it. We made a hundred VIP boxes. That's it. We made hundred and twenty five coins. That's it. So now. If you think about it, yeah. all those items are now officially collector items.
0: Yeah, we're yeah.
1: not making them again. Those shirts, that's it. Those hats, that's it. The VIP boxes, the coins, everything, that's it. It's gone. <laughs> so for the years to come, if you ever shit, uh, do I want to buy a hat? I don't have a spawn hat. You can't go into hot topic and buy a spawn hat. Hey, spawn con hat spawn hats. Yeah. <laughs> and now I guess they're on eBay. I guess you have yeah, to yeah. pick one up on eBay. So we've we've made something a labor of love now it's become part of that spawn canon that collectibles that you can actually buy and they're legit licensed
0: products that's so cool man that's so dope dude i i don't even know what to say ty i mean i think that's so amazing i'm glad you did it that way that way there's there's a little bit of worth long term of the things that you buy there. Right. And, uh, I think that's, uh, what makes it obviously a collector's item, but makes it very special for any kind of a spawn collector. So that's amazing. incredible. It does.
1: It does because, you know, we didn't have comics, you know, we didn't have action figures, but we had, uh, we had official spawn products that, that are, uh, official, are 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 canon. So if you're a collector and you collect anything, Spawn. Yeah, you're probably gonna have to want a Spawn hat that was made for Spawncon Year One. You're probably gonna yeah. want a Spawn VIP box complete with all the items, yeah. which includes the two pins, the badge, the coin, the VIP shirt, and the VIP hat. Yeah. And that box in itself, it's like, like awesome collector to have. Like the box itself, it's all all went through Todd's eyes. Yeah. Todd said. Yes, no, yes, no. (laughs) Make this one like this. Make this one like that. Okay, done, done, done. And that's what you got. So when you look at the VIP box, right, you're looking at something that went through Todd's eyes and said, I like it. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So as a collector, yes. Why wouldn't you want to have the... Year one spawn VIP box. That's so cool, man. <laughs> I know. Like it became a collectible without like thinking like how we didn't think about oh those VIP boxes are gonna become collective. We didn't think about that. We were thinking like this is gonna be cool at the moment, like people right. who are grabs this. And now uh we we are probably about three weeks away for three weeks after the show. We are now like people are asking us, do you have any coins left? They're like, no, they're gone. Do you have any VIP boxes? I think we have a few. You yeah. know, do you have this shirt left? No, those were gone. So, so everything that we are left over with, that's it. Yeah. So, so if you guys are lucky enough to have grabbed one, um, congratulations. Because yeah. it's, it's truly, I would say, one of a kind items that you've,
0: you've picked up. That's so dope, man. I love it. I love it, man. Can't wait for year two.
1: And, and I do have your VIP box, Tommy. You're oh, safe. I, I'm
0: not worried about it, man. I, well, I, I, go, no. I know you got me, bro. I know you got I, me. I got you. Yes, I did. I, I got you. So don't worry. There's your <laughs> VIP box.
1: Yes. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait to crack that open, man. It's, uh, it's got all the contents. Like I said, everything is in here. so beautiful, dude. Beautiful, man.
0: Beautiful. Love it, Ty. Well, I mean, let's jump into some of the other topics, man, because uh, at at um, San Diego Comic Con and then New York Comic Con, um, Todd dropped all kinds of news um, and in between a little bit, too, on uh, Instagram and, and Facebook and whatnot. But he dropped a bunch of news of all kinds of new titles that they're looking at doing over the next year and a half. Um, some of them they've already named uh, artists and already named writers for and creators. Um, some are kind of just still out in the open, and he had, he doesn't seem to want to really talk about it too much yet. I'm sure, like over the next year, he's gonna you know blast out whenever news comes of whoever the writer or the creator is of those comics. But I, I thought maybe we could go through some of these um, and and. Yeah, I mean, I would love to get your opinion on that, man. You are like the the expert when it comes to spawns, so I love oh talking God, to you no. about this. <laughs> uh, come on, bro, come on, bro. Uh, so the the first one is Erica Schultz, who um, I I was honored to have her on um, the World at War Comics podcast. I had a blast talking with her, man. Um, you know, I knew her from Hollow's Eve on the Marvel side, but that's really all I knew. I knew she dabbled with Daredevil a little bit. But outside of that, I mean, she's done so much more than that. But I just didn't know her that well. Um, but I knew her as the, the writer for Hollow's Eve. And actually, the the canon that Hollow's Eve has right now is really due to Erica. She's really developed that character. Um, and so she was named um, for Rat City, which is the, the spawn of the future. It follows Peter. Um, and it's completely unique, the story. I mean, it's not like any other spawn, right? Because he's not dead. And he didn't he didn't make a deal with anybody to be able to become a spawn, right? Um, he was in the military. He lost his legs. And these uh, legs that he gains have nanites um, from issue 300 and 301 when Spawn. Blew up everything, right? Um, well, it went out into the environment, into the atmosphere, and all of a sudden, 100 years later, these legs have it, and when he puts them on, he becomes a spawn. It sounds freaking crazy good. I don't know if you've had a chance to see the actual images of that spawn. I have. But it's almost like Transformers slash spawn slash – like I don't even know how to explain it, but it looks pretty dope, man. A little RoboCop in there maybe. I don't know.
1: I like it. I like that it's a, it's a fresh story. Right, we don't have we have no background on it. We have no no history on the characters that are involved. So we're gonna get to learn something from the beginning, right? So a lot of people that read Spawn, they're like, "Who's Al Simmons and who are these guys?" So you gotta go back into like a lot of history. But with Rat City, it's like you and I are gonna be picking up something that we both are gonna be surprised about. Exactly. And I get the vibes of the 2099 line back uh, back in the '90s. That's right. Right And yes, Ravage, Punisher, yeah. X-Men. But if we are very much aware, one yeah. of those characters went to become uh, very popular. And that's Spider-Man 2099. Oh. He was born of the 2099 line. So I like to view Rat City as the Spawn 2099 line. Yeah. And, love- and, and that's our Spider-Man 2099. It's uh, <laughs> this new Spawn, which looks cybernetic, futuristic. Yeah. It will make a great toy. Yes. Yeah, right. So so that's how I view at it. It's a fresh story. And like I said, Spider Man 2099 was so fresh that we have a movie based out of him. So it's
0: right. So it it couldn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna hurt at all, man. And then we have Shea Carlos who is on art. He's the one that helped with um, um, erica the design of that uh, that spawn figure and I think that that duo is going to be absolutely amazing um you know talking to erica she's really has an amazing knowledge of the history of al Simmons and of spawn so she's going to be able to make those connections that you know needs to be there in any kind of a spawn book but it's a brand new story that she created she talked she said that it was at new York um, no, it was New York Comic Con last year that Thomas Healy came to her and said, what do you think about putting something together for Spawn? So uh they were eyeballing her for this. It sounds like like I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth here, but uh, um, it sounds amazing that this has been a, a year in uh, in motion and talking to her. I mean, there are about six issues in and this won't even drop until um, you know, like spring of next year time frame. So she wasn't she couldn't really say the actual time frame, but she did mention spring. So I'm super excited about this one. I hope everybody that's listening or watches this gets pretty excited about it because I do think this is gonna be a pretty dope oh, version. Yeah, for sure. I
1: mean like we're talking about multiverse, right? Yeah, uh,
0: exactly. Every,
1: every fan that doesn't even read the comics. But follows the movies these days. They're very, we're a, a very much well aware of a yeah. multiverse, whether yeah. it's DC Comics, whether it's Marvel Comics, yeah. and now we get this Spawn multiverse, where now we have the Spawn of the future, right? And he's being established. Like we're yeah. we're seeing the the beginnings of the multiverse with Gunslinger, Medieval Spawn, now this new character, and the many more. We're building the multiverse of yeah. Spawn, and what what. Better time to be a spawn fan than right now.
0: Oh, see, we're gonna get so much spawn. I think it's gonna all the way, man. It's gonna be so much fun. All right. So the next one um was uh spawn the dark ages, and Liam Sharp has been tapped to, to be in charge of that one. So we don't know a whole lot about this one. Um, and when I tried to kind of get into the topic of all these different um you know, issues that were, or titles that were coming out, Todd didn't seem like he wanted to dig into it. Um, so I did talk about rat city and he was open to that. We did talk about, um, Sam and Twitch, which he kind of talked about that. Cause he's actually the writer for that one. Um, but a lot of them, he didn't see like he wanted to get too much into it because I don't think he wanted to get kind of in a spot where maybe he reveals more than he wants to reveal at this time. Um, but we do know the title is going to be called the dark ages, which sounds pretty awesome. Um, Again, salmon twitch. We've had a salmon twitch before. We did have a a short series. Um, I don't know if you remember what year it was. It was in the two thousands, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. and it was yeah. by a uh, famous writer named uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Exactly. And exactly. Uh,
1: and, and uh, it, was, uh, it was
0: the short series, right? Yeah, there it is. Yep, I have a few of is, them. Yeah.
1: So this is the hardcover first printing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is out of print. <laughs> And it's factory seal, if you can see, it <laughs> yes, but <laughs> very popular, uh, true detective type stuff, yeah. Um,
0: and it's it's Brian Michael Bendis. I mean, come on, can you yeah, exactly Superman? I mean, give me, give me a break, man. That's dope, dude. So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that that's coming back out. And he did mention it will be again, part kind of that true detective, but with the world expanding the way that it is, I can't wait to see like what situations that they're in and what kind of crimes that they need to help solve and figure out. Um, because, you know, I'm, i my assumption again, I'm, I'm hoping, right. But we got Scorch, we have King Spawn, we have gunslinger, like those weren't around um, in a way that Sam and Twitch probably could um, cover those. Right. So here they are. And these are titles that are, you know, what are we on 30 something of gunslinger 28, something like that. Um, King Spawn, I think we're in the 30s. Scorched, we're close to you know mid 20s, something like that. If I remember, somewhere around there, but I mean, I can't wait to see some of this get involved with Sam and Twitch and see what they, uh, they have to do when they uh, get sucked into something that happens <laughs> within those worlds
1: for sure. And I like to see Sam and Twitch kind of like the DC's Vertigo. I don't know if you yes. remember the Vertigo line, oh, yeah. which was the dark you know, uh, yeah, in, not independent, but more mature. Yeah. So I like to see like Sam and Twitch. I, I maybe I'm, I place them into that, that branch of the, yeah. the, the vertigo style type type
0: branch. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, I can't wait for that one. Um, the next one is deadly tales of gunslinger. And this one, they have Jimmy Palmiati, um, who is going to be the writer and uh, uh, Patrick Reynolds on art, this one sounds amazing. This is Gunslinger in the Civil War era, um, which sounds pretty freaking awesome, man. So I can't I can't wait to see what Jimmy does. I do like Jimmy as a writer, and so I'm really excited. I do have quite a few things that he has done in the past, um, and actually some of his uh, Kickstarters that I've backed and received, um, Trigger Girl 6 and a couple other ones like that. So I, I – I'm really excited about this one. I think the idea of a gunslinger in the, you know, the 1760 range somewhere around there could be a lot of fun too. Just that character alone is just dope as hell. I
1: probably out of all the new titles that are coming out um, yeah. in terms of probably high expectations, I would have to place the gunslinger old Western story uh, book coming out by Jimmy. Why? Because um I'm a fan of the gunslinger character. I want to see him in his element. What is his element? It's the old West. Yeah, the old West is Gothic. The old West can be dark. The old West is, is, is very raw. Right. Yeah. So the new gunslinger series, the current, the present gunslinger series, there's a lot of elements of the present and there's dinosaurs yeah. and there's motorcycles and all of that stuff. Yeah. But I always kind of wanted to see this character in his own element in, yeah. in that time Absolutely. period if you may so what better person didn't have than jimmy Palmiotti, who yeah. has written jonah hex in the back in the past yes that's he right he knows yeah. he knows his old west yeah. very well so for him to write at western like <laughs> 100 western with uh with a demon right uh, oh, spawn, would I, I love to read that so yeah, i yeah. in the book I have high expectations for that one because I really want Jimmy to nail that one out of the ballpark for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you think um some of the old western for- folklore, um, some of the old like famous western people that were coming west, do you think somehow eventually that will be kind of tied in with um gunslinger spawn? Man,
1: I I don't know with Jimmy, he can go so many different ways.
0: Yeah, um,
1: if he can combine the, the established mythos of the Old West that we know, yeah. the immigrants, you know, the, yeah. the, the the tough trails that they had to go through. But then if you really Google, and I've done this so many times, if you Google Gothic West or Gothic Old West, there's a plethora of material from yeah. those times because we had ghost stories back then and they were very pretty dark. Yeah. There's there's probably some really good Gothic stories that are the ghost stories of the Old West, yeah. Right, The spirits and the Native American element to it. There's That's a right. lot of stuff supernatural that happened. And and the Na- Native American culture has a lot of spir- spirituality involved in it. So why wouldn't we have something combining that yeah. with the Old West and the, and the rock life that they had? So hence, it is my most high expectation book yeah. coming out of the New Lines. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt.
0: For sure. I mean, and you look yeah. at... The expanded spawn verse. I mean, Gunslinger's got to be there at the top of popularity right now. Um, so it makes a lot of sense, too, right? Um, that he would have a second title. Because um, he is, I, I believe, the dopest looking spawn right now. I just, I, everything about him, I love, man. He is.
1: He's got. Uh- the, the way i look at him and todd has said this before and it does make sense he is he is the spawn's wolverine yeah he exactly. is that he is that guy so he's potential to grow his yeah. potential to go places it's i mean let's just treat the character right let's do him right
0: yeah. and
1: let's see how far we can take this character because him like medieval spawn as well they they they
0: can grow into something bigger than what they are uh, fully agree, man. Super excited about that one, that timetable, that old Western. Everything you mentioned, man, sounds absolutely incredible. Yes. Uh, then we get into Misery, and I don't know a ton about this one. I don't know if you know a little bit more, but it looks like McFarland will be on the writing duties of Misery, and uh, Kudrensky will be the artist, it looks like. Um, do you have any information on there? I couldn't find a whole lot um, when I was looking uh, about a week ago, but that is a title that's been thrown out there.
1: Nothing. I yeah. know nothing about it. And uh we try kind of like getting more information at SpawnCon. And they were like, we're when the time is right, we're gonna reveal more about that that yeah. uh that title. So I'm same same boat as you are, Tommy.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. No, I I I got it, man. You're absolutely right, man. All right, then we get into medieval spawn violator. Which also sounds pretty dope. Um, this one will be Kyle Hats um, will be taking uh, charge of this one. Um, not a whole lot of information on this one um, either. Although it'll be taking place during the bubonic plague, is what I understand. That's all I've gotten out of this one. I don't know if you've received any more information on this one or no. That
1: same thing. It's like yeah. they're th- they're keeping a tight lid on on these on these uh, yeah. comics that are coming out, and Absolutely. it makes sense, you know, because. Uh, and you gotta wanna, prepare. Surprise! I want to be, be surprised when some of this stuff. Yeah, comes out. and you gotta budgetize. I mean, you gotta be yeah. thinking about like you're adding a new title to your pool box, right? So yeah, it's yeah. like, what am I getting myself into, right? Because exactly. one of those titles that I'm sure you mentioned is Spawn kills uh, Spawn. Spawn kills Spawn. Yes, yeah, right? Spawn kills every Spawn. Every Spawn, right? <laughs> so there, they are fans that love that comic as yeah. as well as their fans that they're not really. Big fans of that character, right? Because Absolutely. it's very like a humoristic kind of thing. So, reminds so, me of you...
0: Scotty Young's uh, title, The um, uh, um, Something Kills she...
1: the Marvel Universe or something like that. No,
0: oh. no, the new one that he has where it's the girl and she just kills everybody. Um,
1: Fairyland. Fairyland. Fairyland, exactly. Yes,
0: exactly. Yes, so it kind of yes, reminds yes. me a little bit of something like that where it's just nonsense, funny crazy, shocking, all of those things all mixed up into one bag. So
1: I just think that what Todd or Todd McFarlane Productions is doing is providing uh, an all-you-can-eat buffet. And there's people that eat veggies, and there's people that eat meat, and there's people that eat just sweets, right? So you have the salmon twitch people, the mystery noir you have the, the the medieval spawn stuff that is like barbaric and you have the funny stuff, the spawn yeah. kills every spawn. So there's something for everyone. And I think that's, it's good to have. It's definitely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
0: Yeah. And he even mentioned like some of these will be ongoing series. Some of these will be like a, a four issue arc and that's it. Um, and then maybe every year they'll do another arc. Um, so, and he obviously didn't want to go into detail, but you know, when you read all this, you're like, how are you going to have 10 ongoing series, man? That's just way too much, right? And obviously he's not doing that. So he made that very clear. But, man, it's so fun to kind of dig into these and kind of figure out on our own what could be taking place. And then when it comes out, see how close we were to it as fans of Spawn. Um, uh, The next one is Focus. I don't know if you uh, saw that one yet.
1: No, that one catches me by surprise.
0: Yeah, yeah. So McFarlane and Marco will be on Art. I know nothing about it.
1: That's, this is the first I've heard of it.
0: Yep. That was one of the ones that, again, um, I think most of these are are right on from a title standpoint. There's just not a lot of information about it. Some of this might be someone throwing out stuff and I just got out the. So I want to, I'll <laughs> preface, I did not get this from McFarland uh, Productions or Image Comics. Um, I was digging online and just trying to figure it out. And then I, I obviously watched his, uh, Um, San Diego Comic-Con where he released some of this and then the team because McFarland wasn't in New York because he was at a wedding but in New York he had his team there and they did reveal some of this um, as well but Focus is another one that I did read will be a new title have no idea what it's about
1: (laughs) yeah that's 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 a surprise so we'll see what happens
0: yeah so this other one sounds this is the last one that I was able to find. Any information, you let me know if you you saw something, but um it's called No Home Here. Oh yeah. And this one, yeah. I have a feeling is gonna it's gonna be out there, man, right? Because it's really about Billy Kincaid. And if you've read the first, you know, 15 issues, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What is that?
1: This is the exclusive print that Jonathan Galapian had at no. SpawnCon. And it's based on that comic that's coming out, dude. Uh, shit, super cool. Even... It's a uh, uh, he. He he gave me this print, um, and he's like, "Listen, thank you for putting SpawnCon together. Wow. Uh, let me sign this for you. This is for you. Thank you." And so, dude, Jonathan Galapian is probably yeah. one of my favorite artists right now. Yeah. And now that SpawnCon Year One is behind us, yeah. I can admit that I was pitching to get Jonathan. <laughs> on SpawnCon, and you know you had to be very professional you know everybody has their favorites yeah yeah. some people had you know their list and and me was jonathan and when jonathan expressed interest and tara was was excited to be part of it it just worked out and i was so happy that have jonathan so to answer your question yes it's it's a it's a tale of the future in years years from now in the future and um uh, it involves uh cyan as a yes. as one of the characters right. and then uh something with the elements of spawn but jonathan was also very uh you know trying to keep the surprises the surprise element yeah. but the fact that he's the artist on on this yes. on this uh book i think that's going to be so cool because we've seen jonathan mostly as a cover artist so to see Jonathan yeah. in an ongoing book is going to be mind-blowing. It's like Alex Ross, right? Exactly. Alex Ross has the best covers. But yeah. then you look at Marvels or Kingdom Come, and he did the art. Like, pfft. yes. So <laughs> I'm very much uh, looking forward
0: to this. To this so book. there is two names um, attached to that title. Um, obviously, Jonathan, who you mentioned, and then Daniel Enriquez is the other one. Um, yes. So those are the two gentlemen that are um, connected to that. What do you got there?
1: This is the print that Jonathan had also at the show. That's he signed it on the That's... bottom corner there.
0: Yeah, I see it, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. So,
1: so this is another promotional uh, piece for this new book. Yeah, so awesome, it, it, it it looks all kinds of awesome. I think it's... It's definitely artistically speaking is probably what the one that everybody's going to be like looking forward to that the most.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds amazing, man. Um, what I could find is it, it's about Billy um, Kincaid, a victim of his, and we'll just leave it at that. So um, super exciting. Th- those are the nine that I was able to find. I read somewhere there was 10, but I can only find nine titles. Um, and again, focus on, Maybe it's a rumor. I don't know. But that was one of the titles that was in there that you and I have no information, Um, although uh, McFarlane is supposedly writing that. And Marco is on art. So we'll see if anything comes um, from that. But a lot of really cool stuff. He said um, that it could take a year and a half or so before all these titles come out Um, to your point. Right. Everyone has a pull list. They don't they don't want, you know, five titles all Coming at the same time right now they've got the The four titles that are out right now And it's like every week you're getting something from Spawn Um, as you come out with all these Titles right he really wants to spread them out That way we're not overwhelming the fan Base and again like you said it's a buffet Some of these fans won't be that interested In I could tell you I will pick up Every single one of these titles at least The first three issues to determine Which one I want to continue with Um, And then I'll go from there that's what I usually do With everything you know I try not to let One Um, issue dictate whether it's marvel dc indie i try to give it at least two or three before i make my final decision like that's not for me type thing um so i'll do the same thing with all of these although i'm a big spawn fan so i have a feeling that Uh, i'll I'll be picking up
1: absolutely absolutely and and it's fun as a collector right to you know how many covers are we going to see of uh of uh you know this one, right. It's going to be like a variant cover sure. a one in 25 ratio. And it's fun to, to kind of be on the hunt for those issues. Sam and yes. Twitch, who knows, there may be, there may be co- different covers for the Salmon and Twitch yeah. for the spawn kills every spawn. So as a collector, it's fun to collect all the number ones yeah. and try to collect those. So, so I think it's, it's, it's fun. And like you said, if, if you read the book and you love it and you like it and you want to follow it, then yeah. that becomes your book.
0: That becomes the book yeah yeah that's awesome man i love it i I can't wait for all these to come out um and it looks like the spring is when some of these will start dropping probably like march april time frame is what i understand so we'll see uh, we'll see them sooner than later man thanksgiving's already what next week so we'll be in december December (laughs) always goes like that and then all of a sudden 2024 is here and we'll be getting ready for some of these spawn titles Spring is a good time. That's when the races come in. So yeah. that's, <laughs> that's a yeah, good time, actually, too. <laughs> love it, man. I love it. All right, man. The the next thing that we kind of wanted to, to cover today was um, um, the movie. And so one of the thing I mean, this, you, you could tell the frustration in Todd whenever you talk about the movie because of the passion that he has around this project And anything and everything that could possibly go wrong seems like it has, and no fault to um, anybody, right? I mean, you had two major injuries of stars, so thankfully they're healthy um, because that's the most important thing, right? But then you had the strike, the writer's strike, which I think they were 80 pages in, um, and then they had to stop. And so Todd is sitting here with 80 pages and he doesn't have the ending to it. And then you have the uh, actor's strike, which just ended this last week. So even when the writing was, okay, you could go ahead and finish that. He still can't do anything because of the writer's strike. It's just like one thing after another. You had the, um, you know, everything with COVID and 2020, which was a disaster for the whole world. Um, but I, I do feel, and I don't know if you feel the same way. I do think Bloomhouse and Jason – I feel like they're the right people for this type of uh, a project. They seem as passionate as Todd and it's like hell or high water, man. We're making this damn movie. Um, In fact, Jason said words very similar to that. Um, Hell or high water, man, this will be out in 2025. So um, I was super excited um, about that. Todd did mention October of 2025 which for a spawn movie to drop in an October. I think is if it works out that way, I think that's beautiful, man. So um, I don't know what your feeling is around this uh, um, Ty, but I got excited when he talked about it, and he said, "If everything goes to hell, I will fund the whole damn thing by myself." And I was still put this out in 2025. So he was yes, pretty
1: yes, yes. I I watched your interview with Todd about this, and well, that that was a great interview, by the way. Uh, uh, I you, learned so much because the first part of the interview, he talks a lot about the business. And yeah. He great. He gave some really good business advice. So, so putting comics aside and you listen to that first, I think, 20 minutes of your interview. Yeah. And I picked up so much stuff that I'm applying just business-wise. And it, it made a lot of sense in your careers or whatever it is. So, if you guys are listening to this, watch that interview that Tommy David taught. Really good stuff. All right. So, putting that aside, the movie. Um, Jason... Blum said something to Todd McFarland. And at the time that Todd listened to this, it frustrated him, but it also makes a lot of sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Jason Blum said to Todd, What well, the spawn movie will be will be ready when it's ready.
0: Yeah.
1: The spawn movie will be will be coming when it when it's ready, right? Yeah. When it's ready. To... <laughs> and that makes so much sense because yeah. Yeah. you don't want to rush things. You don't want to just deliver product. Because you want to deliver the product, you want to deliver a product that it's really well, you know, executed and well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you watch Five Nights at Freddy's, but Five Nights at Freddy's was also a, a yeah. movie that was for the years fans wanted to make that movie. Years, right? And Jason Blum was like, yeah, you know, we're working on it. We're working on it. It came out. They did a really good job. I really enjoyed that movie. They nailed it. They did did the franchise right. So I have no problems sitting back and waiting for these experts to make this movie be the vision that Todd has in his mind. Mm -hmm. And make it marketable for people that don't know about Spawn and watch Spawn and are like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Make it so. Don't just do it because you feel pressured to do it. And to me, I've waited thirty years for this movie to come out again. So I can't wait, man. I have no problems with that. You know, I'd rather see a good product be delivered than something rushed That's and done half-assed. Yeah. So take your time, Jason. Take your time, Todd. Yeah. Make it make it crafty, make it cool, make it good. Yeah. I know you can. We got the technology, we
0: got the CGI. You got the great cast. Take yeah. your time, make it make it so. And that was the one thing that just wasn't around in 90, was in ninety seven, right? Ninety seven, um, yeah, because that was probably the biggest thing is kind of the the CGI of the cape. I mean, the technology wasn't there. It's here today, and so a lot of those visual effects that really make Spawn who Spawn is, I think it's going to be absolutely incredible this time around because that. Um, that exists now, right. To be able to take it to another level. And I think that's going to be amazing. Plus Jason understands horror. He understands that dark side. And uh, Todd made it very clear that this movie is going to be very dark. It's going to be a, an R rated movie. Um, and uh, it's going to be everything, every spot ever wanted out of a spawn movie. And uh, I agree with you. I, I think give Jason the time to make it happen the right way. That way, everything that they've been talking about could come to fruition, and we get the Spawn movie we, that all fans deserve, right? And that's what—that's all Todd wants. It sounds like
1: uh, it is, and I—and I think that's why it's taken so long. And it's—it—it—it yeah. it, it, it sucks that you got the strike, you got the COVID, you got all these things. Who knows what could happen next month? Yeah. Who knows what could happen next week? Yeah. Um, but let these guys do what they do, what they get paid to do, and it's to produce. Exactly. And to put something together that makes yeah. sense, and it's something that you watch over and over again. Exactly. Okay? There's movies that you be you travel a lot, like I do. You're yeah. in a hotel and you're flipping through channels, um, you know, through whatever they, they have, Directv or Comcast, and you're flipping, 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 and then you will see a movie that it has commercials on it, but you like that movie. Yeah. But you yeah. watch that movie with commercials on because you know it's entertaining. Exactly. That's that's what you want. You know. Exactly. You want a movie that years from now, you'll be at your hotel eating your frozen meal. And then like, yeah. oh, <laughs> there's that on FX. I'll watch that, you
0: know? Exactly, man. Exactly. And
1: to be honest with you, I like watching Spawn. Sometimes it comes up on TNT or one of those yeah, channels, yeah. right? <laughs> FX. I don't know. Uh, and I'll watch it. I'm like, freaking A, I'm watching Spawn again. Why not?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I love it, man. Now that's so cool, man. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I I'm really excited for it and I'm glad that the strike is over. There's a little bit more light at the end of the tunnel, I think. And uh, you know, Jason and team can start to get to work now. And uh, right now, if everything goes as planned, it seems like October of 2025, um, it will be in theaters. And if they could, if they could do that, great. If they need more time, great. But uh, at least at least things are like in a place right now where they could actually get started, which I think is great. Knock on wood.
1: Knock on wood. Stays on
0: schedule, right? And uh
1: spawn year two, spawn con year two will have it around the same time, October 2024. And maybe we'll have a teaser poster. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a teaser That'd a be teaser dope. of the teaser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and something like that. Or even a teaser image,
0: and yeah, boom, yeah.
1: enough for everybody to talk about at the SpawnCon year two yeah. about the about the speculations of the movie. So exactly, um, exactly. we are excited to have SpawnCon year two because it could we could have some news to share by then. Yeah, maybe exactly. a trailer, right? Maybe something like I that. So so we we are excited as much as everybody is. Yeah, you have to
0: request that Jason be there, man okay we we'll, we can make yeah, that happen I think you will but i think that'd be awesome man hey you never what's know, up will what's up we've got critical entertainment in the house man these guys are incredible but uh yeah I, I i couldn't agree with you more um ty i i love it man all right brother last thing man toys um todd's killing me man because you know i collect <laughs> all of his figures um <laughs> i know and, you do uh He's, gonna, he's either going to get me divorced or I'm just going to have to go bankrupt, bro, because he's dropping figures like there's no tomorrow, man. Um, so I, I collect all the DC stuff. I collect all the Spawn stuff. Um, but he's dropping DC stuff left and right. And now he's getting into these amazing figures, characters um, from like the 60s and 70s under Target exclusives and stuff like that that are just freaking amazing. But I, I could have sworn I saw... A new maybe it's gonna be January, but isn't there a new spawn figure that is coming in January? Did I read that right?
1: Uh you're thinking of King Spawn, the King Spawn figure that exactly. was just it dropped today for a pre-order. Uh Fifty four ninety nine $54.99 on Amazon. Oh, is it an Amazon exclusive?
0: I uh, I believe so, or do I Farland Toys? Yeah, it dropped today. It wasn't if on I McFarlane Toys because I was on McFarland Toys. Okay. It must be an Amazon exclusive. I did see it, but I didn't see where to buy it. So I'm glad you said something because I got to get on Amazon today. I, I think
1: it's, so. I know it dropped today. Uh, it's yeah. $54.99. It's King Spawn. Yeah. And it's got uh, little minions as an yes. accessory. And yeah. it's got about seven weapons that it comes with. It's got wings and it's in a box set. So it's very similar to the Spawn in the Throne kind of oh. deluxe box set. Yes. So that's that's how it's being marketed as, as to why the price. Yeah. But dude, yes. Amazing. I I don't know how you do it. Collecting all those McFarlane figures. I always say this hats off to the guys who are collecting DC Multiverse because you guys are, you guys have a, a long list to keep up with and it's never ending.
0: It's never ending, bro. Never
1: ending. For and it's exactly. every week, I feel like there's a new figure that's dropping.
0: It's, it's so bad, man. I oh, just
1: yeah. got one in the mail today. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're both showing ours, yeah, you got yeah, Aquaman
0: spawn, but I was in target, and I was looking at this one um because it comes with topo um the octopus, um so this is a target exclusive gold label. And so I I had a doctor appointment and on the way home, I was hitting targets on the way home trying to find this. And I did find this. So I was really excited Good for you. But this is the life, man, trying to figure out because you got Entertainment Earth, you have Big Bad um, Toy Store, you got McFarland, you have Amazon, you have Target, you have Walmart. That one's so, dope, man. Which one is so that this,
1: one? So this one came in today. It's the Redeemer with the glow in the dark wings. Yeah, that's right. So um, there's, there's the artwork in the back. It looks but this one's got the uh, it's the glow in the dark uh, yeah. edition. This just came in. Uh, Is
0: that Entertainment Earth?
1: Uh, I got that from Amazon actually. The oh, M- okay. I yeah. thought it
0: was an Entertainment Earth one, but anyways, yeah, that's awesome. It's beautiful. I have the Redeemer, the other one, not the glow in the dark man, so I gotta pick that one up next. Um, but I did get the other two figures that just came out.
1: I'm pretty much up to date with every Spawn figure that it's out to date. Since 1994? Uh, since, 1990, since 1994, yes. <laughs> so you name the figure that's out, I have it. Including yeah. the Page Punchers, I got mm-hmm. them. Uh, the new figures that came out, the two figures, boom, got them. Yeah. The Redeemer Glow in the Dark, got them. Um, the the Cygor Patina, sorry, got him. Yeah. yeah. The Cygor and She Spawn, Box set, got it. Yeah. so i don't have to worry about chasing these figures out i just and it's easier for me being a spawn fan i'm sorry tommy uh yeah. but dc
0: multiverse i would be hurting yeah you get about would- five or six i think figures a year probably from spawn yeah um, yeah, that's I about mean, I, every two months or five be, to six figures. <laughs>
1: I'll be donating plasma every other every two days. <laughs> you know, what
0: I <laughs> doing that, man. Although I'm not sure how good my plasma is, bro. Um, but uh, <laughs> yours is the, the best. best. <laughs> you collect a lot of stuff, though, bro, because you're always looking, man. And then you got you got like these people all over the world looking for you too, man. So Aww. I, I think we're probably spending pretty close to the same, man. When it comes uh,
1: to- I help. I help my buddies out and out that are like, you know, not, not in, not in America. They, they live far away and we help each other out. In fact, I just got something from them um, that you might like. Uh, let's see. So I got this magazine, nice condition. It's from the nineties and it features Malvolgia yeah. for series two. So <laughs> magazines like this that you don't come across, right? Like I've never uh, seen like, anything like
0: that.
1: Like oddities that you find, you know? I'm collecting all of the freaking bums that are <laughs> <have> out there.
0: <laughs> one up there. So yeah,
1: I have one, two, three, four, like six different ones that are signed in different colors oh, of wow. the Todd McFarlane signature. He signed in, in red, green, blue, and this one's gold. Yeah. So, so now holy. I have I have all the colors now that <laughs> that he signed in That's with crazy, and. Bro. No the commit, the collecting community is about it's about helping each other out. Absolutely. Otherwise yeah. otherwise to me it's there's no fun in collecting if I'm you. not helping somebody out. So I agree. I agree. um I, I love I love having buddies all over the world and I I love helping them looking for whatever it is that they're looking for. Yeah. Um I'll be more than happy to help them out always. Thanks, that's
0: sweet, bro. That's awesome. And you
1: too, even too. You're here in California, so that's not a problem.
0: Absolutely, man. You know, I, I, I love it for that reason too, man. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't know, man. Sometimes, to be honest, because I, like you, I try to stay on top of it. Once in a while, I'll miss something and then I got to buy it on the aftermarket because I screwed up and I got the dates wrong. But for the most part, I'm on top of it. Um, and so because of that, right, I don't stress too much about it because 9 a.m. whenever it launches, I'm there and boom, I get it. Um, but I still like to go into the stores, even though I know I already have like the Walmart exclusive. Um, I still like to go in there. And if I see it, I, I reach out to those folks just to make sure that they got it. And they do the same. And I just think that's so cool, man. That's, that's that community that we've, uh, we've all created. And I think it's awesome, man. I, the Spawn Hunter brand is what it is today yeah.
1: because of helping other people out.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of spawn collectors out there. I'm not the only one. There's a lot oh, of fun sure. collectors out there that have been collecting just probably as long as I have. Yeah. But you don't hear about them because they, they travel in in a less travel row, so to speak. Yeah. But whereas me, I'm putting myself out there not just because, hey, I got this in my collection, but because, hey, I got extra of this. Who wants yeah. it? Hey, I'll give it away. Here you go. And yeah. Somebody helped me once, I'm helping back again.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Love it, man. Love it. Love it. Well, man, I, I don't know what else to cover, Ty, man. I wanted to go over all those titles with you because I knew you'd have some insight on those. So I appreciate that, man. As far as like the McFarland figures, um, you know, there's a couple target exclusives. You talked about the patina, um, edition, and then the other, uh, King spawn that dropped today on Amazon. That's right. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I mean, he obviously real big into gaming. So Diablo, World of Warcraft, he dropped a whole bunch of stuff around there. Um, I'm definitely not getting into that area because that's, that's way too much, man. Um, but yeah, Pacific man, him, Mandy. I, I was traveling when you had that interview. But one of the
1: questions I had that I would have had for Todd on that interview wow. as you were speaking about the Diablo figures was yeah. those Diablo figures look so detailed. They awesome. look so good. Okay. Yeah. Don't come around saying that those figures, those figures look great. Yeah. I wanted to say, Todd, can you take that level of detail and make like a medieval spawn with that yeah. paint job, those, with those washes, with those yeah. weapons, and that? I don't know. It's just even the base accessories yeah. look freaking dope on those yeah. Diablo figures. Why can't we have a line of spawn figures that are in that level of detail yeah. that are like super, super, extra detail that that would have yeah. been my question
0: yeah no that would have been a great question too because I, I think maybe diablo like right we had all these different points of articulation that continue to grow over time right now most of the dc figures at least come with about 22 to 24 points of articulation so you could swivel the the abdomen you could swivel the head the, this double jointed, in the i mean it's incredible the detail over time because I sure. have figures like from the first or second wave. And there's like no articulation at all, man. <laughs> look at Al. The, the art of spot figures. figures. And you know this one. Of course. Yeah, so here's Al. There's zero, man. His arm goes up and down a little bit. And that's it. Oh, yeah. He's oh, going to yeah, be standing yeah. like this for all of time. Forever. right? <laughs> and then you look at some of the, the newer figures and you can move their fingers and stuff. I mean, it's it's crazy, bro. I mean, it's just insane, man, how far far Todd has taken um, collectibles and really pushed the rest of the industry to go in that route too, man. I mean, you're looking at Marvel Legends, and, you know, Marvel Legends have been... Kind of, they're like you know a few years behind all the time, and now I'm starting to see double joints and stuff like that. He's pushing the rest of the industry for the collectors to step up their game to stay uh you know up to speed. Um, they still can't do it at his price points because you know he's private, so he doesn't have to have the same margins as like a Hasbro or something, which I love yeah. as a yeah. McFarland yeah. because to pick up in a you can still pick this up for 19.99 at Target, man, you know. <laughs> and you know that Creech is uh, Greg Capullo is coming up with a new Creech miniseries coming out. No way! So, Gosh,
1: this, so this this is the first Creech figure, and it looks awesome, right? It looks like the it Hulk, looks great. right? And again, there's no articulation, yeah. yeah, but but it looks freaking
0: awesome. It's so, so dope. the, I mean, the detail the, though is amazing.
1: Yeah, and now we're gonna have a, another Creech mini miniseries. So who knows? We may have more. Creech product like a figure.
0: That's so. so awesome. <laughs>
1: save, save money now. <laughs>
0: There's no money to save, bro. I just keep spending it, man. <laughs> Dude, hats just off to my, you, man. I just got my pull list right now, man. You know, so Oof. on the way I, home, I, I I got
1: my comics too. I did you? I just picked up some back issues myself. Uh, Spawn seventy, nice. which is gonna be. Uh, homage coming out from Jonathan Glapian for the Scorch. Oh, there's, a cover, there's a cover like this. No way. With monolith, only it's the monolith face, That's but he's doing the same thing with the eyes and the and the mouth. So awesome, I got this to to do a little. I can't wait to see
0: your uh, your Instagram post with that one and the this monolith. spotlight. Right, right. Man, it's yeah.
1: gonna be cool, dude. I have so many spotlights to work on. Yeah, it's insane, insane. It's finding the time, man insane there's this uh greg capullo piece signed by greg capullo that is so, so if you know there there's a spawn on the throne figure mm-hmm. so we're gonna do a spotlight feature in the print for sure and i'll
0: book. tell you what man that sketch edition of uh spawn on the throne gets me man every time i look at it my heart beats a little fast bro Shit, I mean, I, man i like okay. i like the spawn on the throne but that sketch edition the black and white you know oh, another level bro i just so, love how it looks man
1: here here's here's the thing about that there are three different signatures there's a red a blue and an orange
0: <laughs>
1: and the un, one and one. the unsigned and the unsigned so that's four I, I the <laughs> so there's four versions
0: that's crazy i
1: have all those four versions so we're going to have a nice spotlight Featuring the different colors of signatures that Todd did for that. So movie. you
0: know, I I do think we're pretty even when it comes <laughs> to spending, bro. Because that's, dude, you're buying for the exact same figure just to have a different signature. I think that's crazy, bro. That's awesome. It I love is. That. It is. We're both in the same boat. <laughs> we're both. Dude, if our wives ever meet, bro, that might be the end of it, man. Be like, forget these guys. <laughs> you know the other day dude i had my daughter go get the mail and come through the garage and then drop it off in my office before she took the mail to the wife dude she knows oh, yeah oh, same, same man same story <laughs> we're on the same boat <laughs> same boat, bro same rope man well ty man i can't tell you how much i appreciate you coming on man i always enjoy talking to you oh same here tommy yeah same
1: here same here tommy. anytime um, if I'm not traveling or if I'm traveling, you know, we
0: can do it from a hotel. <laughs> but I, just, if I'm I love your family. background, bro. It's hard to do it from a hotel when I know what your room looks like, bro. All wrong. right.
1: <laughs> Dude, and I got so many video games now. Like, I'm, Did you I'm get more? a video game craze. I got the Chromium cover. I got the Dreamcast. And they're all sealed still? This one's sealed. This one's oh, Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, Japanese, Japanese sealed. One? Yep. Damn. Sealed Japanese PlayStation 1. It's crazy, man. Sealed PlayStation 1 American. It still has the hook that <laughs> hangs on the, on the thing. Sealed uh, Japanese PlayStation 1. So good, dude. So I'm on a video game craze right now. Yeah. Um, I found this. I don't know if you remember. They still do, GameStop. But they have like those mock-ups of the cases oh yeah of cardboard so so they look a little bigger than the game yeah but just to like give you like an idea so you can pick up the box <laughs> so and you found it so this is like a this is the the the, the empty box <laughs> that you had a display at at GameStop for
0: how do you for, even like, find something like that dude, dude That's i don't
1: know man it's just, just this crazy. was actually I got from a friend in mexico
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's still insane, dude. That's still crazy.
1: It's, That's it's still all here, crazy. man. It's all here. I am.
0: There's so much stuff that I need to even archive. Uh, yeah. Do you have a system where you do archive everything? That way you know exactly what you have so you don't buy something the second time on accident? I
1: do. I do for the most part. Um, I, I have pretty much a good idea of what I have and don't have. And sometimes I just pick it up so I know that a friend of mine would have it. Okay. But it's always hunting the good deal. Uh, the yeah. Spawn Hunter brand is not just because I can just go eBay and buy, 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 buy. But I'm right. not but I'm not rich by any sort of the imagination. I'm hunting
0: for the better okay. deal. Right. Okay, you've probably seen these. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what these are? That that is the, the old school compendium, right? This was the employee gifts. These were given to employees. I've seen one of those before, though, and I don't know where I saw it. So those were yes. gifts to employees? These were employee gifts. These are super rare. Well, nothing surprises me, bro, because you have one of Todd's awards. But the story <laughs> about this is like I got this for like $19.
1: That's nine dollars Okay, these are, these are $100 books. But that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. hunting is not just hunting for like any item because it's out there and i can buy yeah. it no it's because you're hunting for the good deal yeah. and to buy one of these for that price is ridiculous that's crazy this is man. an employee gift yeah. this is what the comics put together into one hardbound book
0: that's awesome man
1: but it's hunting the good deal it's it's but it's connecting with people it's finding yeah. making friends in the community and they'll be able to find the stuff
0: yeah at a, yeah. At a good deal definitely that's crazy man that's crazy, bro. You're amazing, Ty. You, bro. You're amazing, bro. you are the spawn hunter, man. That's for sure, bro. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I try. I, I get my moments. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ty, man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, bro, man. Thank you so much, man. And, uh, man, I hope we can do this again, man. Always. Anytime, Tommy. Always a pleasure
1: uh, talking, geeking out with you as always. And this is now the last one. I'm sure we're going to have
0: plenty oh. more. 100% bro. 100% always. 100% man there's going to be all kinds of cool news but even if it's not spawn related man I still like it to have a conversation with you bro of all- course always good <laughs> all right man i wish you the very best tie thank you sir you have a good night yeah you too bro thanks